They were. Wait, so let's see where they were. This oh, this was that part of town that I was like, dude, I had never been over here. You said, uh, what was it? Um, Columbia Street, <laughs> where all the Italian far, uh, fit uh, people are. It was somewhere. Oh, it's too far to zoom back. It was around, yeah, like between Petrero Hill and Dog Patch. I guess it? it was. I guess it was basically that. It was somewhere Russian like Hill, right in here. I guess I could look up that the specific address. No shit. What side is this? China Basin. That's the east side. Huh. Has that place always been there? The pasta factory? Yeah. It looks like the warehouses have been there for a long time. Warehouses have been there. Yeah. But they're tearing those down slowly. Well, they're building all mm-hmm. the fucking... Oh, Hunter's Point. So, yeah. So, you used to have the stadium on Hunter's and then fucking Oracle's right there. Uh-huh. And then fucking the Warriors is kind of like on first. Yeah, or the Chase like Center was, is north of it. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no one ever hangs but out there. Um, That's like my business district and shit. Yeah, I got the I got from there to Pacifica in like fifteen minutes. Like not there was no traffic. Not, I was like, what the and then I got I went down Highway One, but what I left Montera with like an hour to go to get back to where Danko was, I think, Montera Beach. I think I even drive. made a stop, and I still got there in plenty of time. Strange. It was empty. Strange times. Yeah, he said it's empty, like, Monday through Thursday, mm-hmm. and then, like, kind of Friday, Saturday, Sunday-ish. The There's a little bit of tourism, but I think it, it was weird. It, it was weird. Recover. It was weird sitting in that dining room without it all, like, you know, polished up, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, surreal. I mean, we're here. I, that's really how it plays out. You're like, uh, it's not over in the sense of the idea. It's just now it's going to be, all right, how do people, you know, kind of behave after this? It's like the main phase of it is over, mm-hmm. and now we're going into, like, like closing stage one or mm-hmm. closing part one mm-hmm. of maybe five or six. But it's like we're really going to start to see some remnant effects yeah where you, you the last year and a half is like oh my god look restaurants are in the things were still happening no, that shit's up yeah. in the air that's like the balls in the juggling is still up in the yeah. air right now is oh one drops okay i got two hands which yeah. ones i cannot catch yeah and it's going to be a slow burn because how many restaurants are going to be holding out for whatever it is they think they're holding out for mm-hmm. for you the know? next loan or yeah which Whatever is already here, but that's definitely not a it's not forgivable in the matter of here. This is just for protection. It's like, nope, yeah. you are paying this back. Yeah. And I've noticed yeah. that some people when restaurants first could open were all like stoked. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what. Stoked just to be out. Period. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter. They okay. didn't they didn't even care about anything. Like, they're just I'm not. now we've I've already seen some people start going right back to how it was of like mm-hmm. well. I don't. I don't know. Now I can't think of some stupid thing to be upset about. The light is too bright in here. Yeah. Can you turn it down? I'm like, cool. Yeah. So, you guys got over feeling sorry for me. Oh yeah. Before I really, I still kind of need your help. I'm surprised it lasted that long. I yeah. was predicting yeah. two days for sure at best. But at yeah. least you get a week. The yeah. sympathy is there for little, restaurants. I got a little sympathy. Yeah, but which it really ain't though. I don't really want your sympathy. I just want you to go to your people and tell them to help me out. Yeah, your, come eat out. Your your governorships and whatever your people in charge and your friends and tell them yeah, go out to eat, dude. No, please. No, no. It's I'm over. Do that. I mean, it's not over. It's just it's dim at the moment. Yeah. So back to the original conversation. This is Food Junkie Radio. I think we're at uh, like 19, 19, 20, something like that. Something nice. Like we're getting up there. We're getting up there. Consistency, baby. All right. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a certain restaurant in town, not to be named, I guess, just for purposes, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it cares. Yeah. But anyways, um, restaurant closes, uh, you know, historical one, classic kind of big name. Big, I guess they would say flagship to some degree, but whatever. Yeah, I think really changed the Sacramento dining scene. One of the first ones to kind of introduce, you know, some level of formal dining and kind of a bringing a name, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a tradition to some degrees uh, in downtown Sacramento. Kind of creating a name. Uh, very yeah, true. Yeah, because yeah, true. One of the first ones to get like really recognized, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I think it was 
whenever you just cook you just cook yeah <laughs> yeah you're a garbage person mm-hmm. one of those first people to really like make some little bit of fame make yeah. a good life and find it a little bit give it a little yeah. more of a yeah bump it up a class but that restaurant you know closes and then the idea of a restaurant spawning from that not immediately after but what how many years now has it been Oh, I guess it has been a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, there was a little break for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they're opening and, you know, they had it had been spelled out to the media that it was going to be the same. The story is the, the narrative and going, then, you know, yeah. it's always going to be a little different than what the media says and you have to know that and, you know, I only have seen little bits and pieces of this backdoor fighting that's been happening, which, you know, I don't really care. No. Because if you're opening a it's restaurant... Ego. I don't know. I mean, you get to kind of. You idea. shouldn't lie for sure. True. I think. I think there was. A, I think the reason people are upset is there was an element to there. They were just straight up lying to people's face. I mean, depending on but, who yeah. is saying it and what they're telling you, because technically, true, there are going to be people. Not all of them, but now who's mm-hmm. embellishing? Is it the writer or yeah. is it the people? That's super ambiguous. You know, but you're, nev- you're never going to find out. Controversial enough to get people talking. No one's ever going to. Admit that they were the one to say no, that. Fuck no. They're always going to say it was the other one. Yep. Uh, but I think the point we were talking about is uh, can you really steal from your last place you worked at mm-hmm. in and, any way? And? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I think you can definitely take parts of it. I think in your mind there has to be some level of, um, I don't know, a percent of like, well, I can only take so much because then after that, there's no creativity. I'm not really selling me because mm-hmm. I think that's what you're doing when you're opening a restaurant is selling what you believe should be the way or I believe this is the correct restaurant for this price point. And if you're just kind of copying someone else, I mean, I guess it could work, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. For me, that'd be no fulfillment. That's to, my thinking yeah. as well. I think you make up a good point because I could you could take a successful restaurant and then copy it verbatim Mm -hmm. will it still sell the same I think it depends on kind of how that article kind of reads if you're a patron of the old place and you're you know thought to at least come to the understanding oh this place is the closest thing because they have some of the cooks there they have some of the staff and it's essentially the same menu which is cool because I love that place yeah and now they're able to continue the tradition but you know the backstory says otherwise. Well, it's technically not the family. It's more of a uh, you know people that used to work there come together and then use the narrative or put the notion out mm-hmm. there of you know this kind of saving grace thing. We're gonna bring all of them back. Kind of this whole reunion tour, possibly some deal yeah. like that to bring some nostalgia. And I think in anything in the asshole way, it's a good PR move. Yeah, for sure. And controversial we're talking about not, it right now. That's what I'm saying. Controversial or not, it 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 brings at least the name is gonna be synonymous yeah. with both. Good well, they're going to get a lot of, like, everyone's going to know that name super fast. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, people still don't know I exist, No, no which is not. crazy. Not controversial enough. Uh, that's fine. You need more controversy. No, no, I will not. I, I was just telling the the one cook that I've had there now for a little bit who's only, what is he, he's 23? Oh. I think he's worked for me for, like, three or four years nice. cooking now. Nice. And he has a buddy of his that we just got in has worked like 10 shifts and, you know, they were having a good time. And it was weird after Saturday, after Saturday night service, uh, those two cooks and then the two servers I have that are both 22 and 20. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I was like looking at them. They were all kind of like taking I've, I've been trying to like get everyone like a little, I don't know, five, 10 minute go eat your food break oh nice like a, look at like you a, well you know responsible uh owner well we here. yeah we can talk about what i feel like about that <laughs> later too um but it was like so cool and then my little like high school kid dishwasher mm-hmm. and it was a busy saturday service and it was the new guys like last training shift mm-hmm. and so i was there but i was also getting ready for an event the next day and they basically did saturday night by themselves and i did the math the average age of the Real people who did any work that night mm-hmm. was 21. So not bad. I I was like felt super accomplished for them, and I was like, dude, you guys gotta like recognize like that's dope. The magic happened. Like you guys did like I think it was like 2,200 dollars in sales or whatever, and that's like only you know 70 percent of yeah. what we were doing. I, I'm just ballparking. But for the, them to head the night together and but get yeah, through. for for a bunch of kids, yeah. basically. See, okay, so is that late? 
at age or is that early? To to be cooking? Well, to have a average age staff be able to, you know, get through a night like that. And see, that's like this is perfect. I don't get everyone's always coming after me like, I don't know, man, hiring a bunch of kids, it's kinda hard. And I was like, But you know what, dude? I control their training a hundred percent. And they're like, Isn't that hard? I'm like, Yeah. But you know what's also hard? Running a restaurant. Yeah. So, so I already knew it was gonna be hard. Yeah. So, you know, I mean there's definitely times where I'm like, damn, dude, I wish you just like knew yeah. how to do hot tea service. Or oh, of course. I wish you just like knew how yeah. to tell me when yeah. you have like 10 of these left and that's going to get you through a weekend. Yeah. But you know, that's a, then I get the opportunity to teach that to them. And that's how I have to keep my mindset. I think that's the way it should be. Yeah. I think anybody who's a quote unquote veteran, for lack of a better purpose, it almost it's counterproductive in a lot of ways because you might want a certain type of tea service. Uh-huh. They might have done tea service every restaurant they've been to, but let's be honest, every s- restaurant does it differently. Yeah. So for them to come to you, yeah, you've done it, but is it the way I want it? Yeah. And I don't care what you do. And, I think and that's like a little how much importance are you going to place on it? Because, you know, like you I, have this way. In my restaurant, hot tea service is like, I don't care, dude. Yeah. Hey, here's your hot tea. Here's like a lemon. Yeah. And what you want some honey? Okay, cool. Yeah. But like, I'm not, I'm not advertising that. I'm not going to do no. it all, all the way up. Yeah. You know, but there would be a server in a hypothetical yeah. situation. Oh, well, this is how we Ooh, did like, it over here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, but you know what? Like, I need you taking orders and I need you running food and <gasps> running food. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's normal here. No, okay. but when I was over here, I was only doing expediting like, yeah. and then only VIP. Like, oh, yeah. OK. OK, well, that's I hired you no here <laughs> and here. These are my expectations. And if you don't like it, my feelings are not hurt. No, exactly. But I don't need you. You, you need me. accepted the job. <laughs> yes. And yes. this is the job I'm telling you it is mm-hmm. because I'm in charge and you are not. Yes. And if you don't like the job for the wage, that's fine. Goodbye now. You can, I will give you a good recommendation yes. wherever you go and be like, yeah. Hey, this person just wasn't a good fit for me. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I think everyone gets caught up with like, I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. Like, you know who doesn't have feelings? Mm -hmm. Your bank account. Boom. My bank account. Don't ever have long conversations with those things. Yeah. That's a wham bam. They they don't care. Sad and happy. They don't care. Unforgiving. They only know how to go up or down. That's it. That's it. See, we got oversensitive. The industry, in a lot of ways, in my opinion, got yeah. sensitive. Well, so it got I think, so yeah. glamorous, you know. That's the problem. The ego yeah. slipped yeah. in even more so. Yeah. You know, and, and for good reason. It, it brought notoriety. Cool. It got us to this point of understanding great. But now let's grind it did, back It a did some bit. good things. Yeah. yeah. It, like, you know, really advanced, like, how we treat food and yeah. where we source it. and yeah. It's better for the diner more so than the restaurant. Yeah. I think this, the yeah. people who suffered is the restaurant biz because now you yeah. have every possible line. What's well, even harder. Yeah, is it's thinking they're the next chef yeah. and they're trying to get it done at age 22. Like, yeah. oh, I want to be a hot, you know, a hot yeah. chef but out But they here. can't make Berblanc. No, can't they do can't make They can't cook polenta properly. Can't do anything basic. And you not know? to say it's a definitive like, oh, well, you have to learn these things. No, it's no. just about have you done it 500, 1,000 times. That's yeah. usually kind of And you a don't mess up. You do not. There's a certain level of consistency. Only through yeah. time it will be kind of yeah. inherited. You know, at that's least why in that that's why they always give me shit when they. I can tell when they think I'm being too overbearing because they'll start being, "All right, Chef Polo." I'm like, "You fuckers!" Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't feel like I deserve that title, dude. Yeah. I, if you gave me a chicken to break down, it'd still take me like yeah. ten minutes or five but, minutes. But those are those people yeah. that kind of are like that. Like I'm a, a chef's chef, or I'm a cook's yeah. cook. Like yo, I'm. Yeah, leading the way, but I'm no different than you. I'm always yeah. In like I'm, I'm gonna do whatever I ask you to do. I'm doing it. I would do it. Mm-hmm. There you go. See? I would not. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, go clean that without. I've never done that. The youth is the future. Yeah, well, that's how it used to be, isn't it? The, that a long our time industry ago? easily. Yeah. Every chef that we're probably big fans of, you hear all their stories about. Oh, I was in France cooking. Yeah, I lied about 15, my age just to get I, in. Yeah. Room and board. I told I told him I was fifteen. I was yeah. really thirteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that's what I'm saying. Is it yeah. early or late? Nonetheless, though, to actually have, uh, you know, uh, that age range of workers in the industry and able to, you know, in the microscope of things, able to get through service like that, you mm-hmm. know, no hiccups and be able to follow, you know, lead and be able to execute according to vision. I mean, that's impressive in the industry considering the transformation also. Yeah. And like to your point, seeing the differences versus. You know, life before this, life during, and life trying to pick it back through. It's a lot to ask for with someone who worked in it before. But if yeah. they never worked in it, this is how they it works. Know. They yeah, just, exactly. They just, they, they this know. is their nerve. They so. need guidance, and that's why you're there. That's my job now. A guidance counselor. Yeah. Guidance <laughs> counselor.
Because you know they're going to lean on you. They're going to yeah, they're they're be all sad. What's wrong with you? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Let's, well, let's have okay. a break. <laughs> let's talk that, about yeah. your problems. Well, I do. Okay. Yeah. So I, like a couple, like a year or two ago, I was just like looking at the restaurant industry and looking at like um, people who work in finance or whatever, or office jobs or whatever job. I'm like, dude, the restaurant industry is like the only one where like it's almost expected where you don't take your break. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or it's Initially, expected yeah. like you don't do this or that you have to, you know, work that five minutes extra all the time or that, you know, you also do this. I'm like, dude, there's a lot of expectations for a job that's just an hourly job. Mm-hmm. That in the eyes of the government, that's what made me think of it is I was doing my taxes one time and they're like, what's your job? And I was like, I don't know, cook, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like the government does not see your job as special. No. They use that for whatever census data that they use census it for. Data, but at the end bracket. of the day, you're an hourly employee or a salary employee. Uh, that's about and it. other than that, they don't care. They don't really. give a fuck what you do, how you do it. Right? Yeah. So why why regulate? Do, why, well, why do cooks all of a sudden or restaurant people in general feel like, oh, I can't take my break? Why? Because that hourly over employee over there does. Mm-hmm. So I've made it a point over the last couple of years to kind of um, – as much as I can, you know, single-handedly bring in some of like, yeah, go chill out for like five minutes. Yeah. Okay. It's not going to be the end of the world. The work's always going to be here. Mm-hmm. Or every time when people show up, I start their shift with, hey, how are you feeling today? Yeah. Look at Just, you. Well, it gives them an opportunity to be like, hey, yeah. I'm having a bad day. Yeah. All right. Let's work you know? through it. You okay. Know, you need to get home. Okay. What Do you want to talk here? about it? Yeah. Do you need like to go walk and get yourself a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and come back in 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, cuz like when you're there, I need you at 100%. That's it. I don't want yeah. if you're here at like 80%, mm-hmm. I don't want you here cuz mm-hmm. you're going to be annoying as fuck to me and get out of my way. Yeah. You know? I'll probably most likely fire you. <laughs> cuz I promise you, I take if I need an extra 20 minutes before I start my shift, I take it. I'm taking it, yeah. You know? That's because a good that's approach. important. That's a good approach. I used to work for a company that kind of had that same motto to a varying degree. Um, it would be optional like, "Oh, you don't feel good, go home." It's more yeah. putting the trust in the worker yeah, and kind of having that hang on them. Because that's kind of to your mm-hmm. point. Hey, go, go take a five or, you know, go whatever. Yeah, you if that's what you need. As the moment. Yeah. yeah. Or like, hey, yeah. like, hey, I know you, yesterday you told me like you had some shit go down. Mm-hmm. Like, are you yeah. feeling okay today? Is it bothering you? Like, I don't mean to bring it up on you, yeah. but, I just you know. I need you here. I need you here. But when you're working and when we get busy, I can't have you like. Somewhere off else. in space can't be somewhere else man you know i need you locked in because exactly. every or, fucking or i need you to tell me at. yeah so i can get someone mm-hmm. like to help fill your spot or help you out i don't so. know i think the i think the industry got sensitive over time but to me that's a whole argument about you know the tv thing and then kind of the backlash of a lot of you know bigger uh you know personality chefs and their kind of fallouts with their businesses and restaurants and a lot of it always is you know the tips we're all off, and then they didn't give us breaks. That's kind of like always the the, yeah. the main line. Yeah. So that's why now it's interesting to see where the industry's at now. And I've said this before. I don't know if I said it on the pod, but it's like this is the turnover of that age of cooks. Mm-hmm. So now it's a brand new one. I don't know what it brings, but it's essentially starting from you know scratch in a lot of ways. Um, but the dudes that will stick around are usually you know, a lot of the chefs or whatever and be like, okay, I'm going to adjust and then I'm just going to come at it with a different thing. That, those will be the people leading the way where I think before it was not only, you know, chefs, but it was like, well, bartenders would get notoriety, servers, mm-hmm. and everybody in the whole gamut of the collection was, oh, I got this and I'm doing this. And kind of as this happened, kind of drew all that back yeah. to, okay, really what it comes down to is, look, we're feeding people, at least on the restaurant side, we're just feeding people. Mm-hmm. Chef stays. You're going to make the adjustment on whatever it is that we got to do to get the shit out there. And then every workforce there is now going to just learn whatever this new way is. Yeah. And then from here, it's going to be this is the new restaurant world. So I think to your point, I find it interesting when that narrative came up. Oh, you have to take a mandatory 15. I'm like, what if I don't want it? Well, this industry is not like that. Yeah. You know, you can't casually just have a planned 15 and a half. Yeah, you can't just do it whenever. Yeah. Because you'll usually take it during prep time. At four o'clock, you're that's what I'm saying. You've worked for five hours. Go take a 10. Yeah. And don't get me. It's not impossible. Like I said, I worked at, you know, an no. establishment where they had a break schedule, which is totally fine. Um, but I think it's it shouldn't be regulated from a from a government standpoint. I think it mm. should be owner to owner. And as long as the message is clear, I don't see what the problem would be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I'm think like, as long as you treat your employees with respect of good. like, hey, oh, you, you need like, you need a little break. Okay, go ahead. Uh, 
Go ahead. Who I mean, don't you're not. I'm not gonna say go ahead at six o'clock. No, exactly. You know, like, I'm right gonna now, be like, all right, fine. I'm looking. All right, so why don't bad. you? Yeah. Why, why don't we get to like seven thirty or whatever? You know, a half hour before we close, and then I'll cover for you. Right now, I cannot. Exactly. Okay, I need you here. I'm sorry. But see, usually when ticket times are in, there's like always a flow. There's always like mm-hmm. two, three turns. And then a lot of times when I worked at some places, the turn would be the break. This before the dudes that smoke cigarettes, that's easy because, yeah, you dude. know, you tag out last. Servers know, like, okay, that's my last table. Everybody got their first course or mm-hmm. everybody's in. So at least that's a solid five to ten leaving a dishwasher and a cook behind. And then the rest of the dudes go out there, you know, take their break or whatever, little five, little tenner. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then come back and then it kind of switches over again. At yeah. least. But every place is going to be different. That's why it's not universal. That's why when that shit came out, yeah, it was just huh. like seeing how it's to try work to for factor that in. Yeah, even when you're on the line, it's momentum. Like if you're having a good shift and you're banging through tickets, I'm like, leave me alone. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to want to stop. We're on a flow. It's silence. Things are getting yeah. there on time. Everything's heated. Everything's checked. It's like, yo, there's a symbiotic thing going on. We yeah. cannot. No one, miss this no up. one talk about it either. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, you know, uh, a perfect game that a pitcher pitches. You're like, shh, don't yeah. even just let it. No, and that's let exactly how they service. were on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's why it was my favorite spot to be kind of like that floater person because mm-hmm. I could See it check with the front of house staff and be like, hey, you guys okay? Do you need help? And they're like, no, we're chilling. And then I didn't ask the cooks because they were doing fine. I didn't want to interrupt them. I just kind of like looked over their shoulder. I was like, oh, that thing's a little empty. Oh, that's a little empty. Oh, they got a little dirt. And just, you know, kind of sneak in there and do it real quick. And yeah. Help them out where they can help and, out. And, 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 and like leave them alone. Yeah. Leave them alone. Let them, let them float. Let them yeah. do their thing. Yeah. And they had good vibes going. I was like, dude, I'm not fucking this up. Dude. I'm, not, I'm out of here. I'm just bystander it is all about the future folks the future of food lays in the use hands i mean think about what they're equipped with we were growing up in a different era of food culture here Mm. the food culture like i said earlier it benefits the Mm. the 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 person not in the industry meanwhile Mm. the industry takes a reverse so it's cool because whoever sticks passes the new knowledge to this new workforce according to the way it's going to work and hopefully we'll be able to preserve it but now the cool thing is the baseline for these dudes in the industry and is high is high is high, high they yeah. have a very uh, they have a, at least yeah. a understanding of what they think is like regular Thank is you. like advanced yes so yes, yes which is good for them exactly yeah. i think good overall yeah that's why whatever this is as much as you know and the grind's going to be tough the five ten years i mean restaurants are still going to be on the downturn for sure mm-hmm. but through it going forward yeah, the baseline is insane. Like just because the like I said, the amount of exposure and knowledge up until this point about food, it's not turning back. So clearly, everybody has now become accustomed to doing some version of cooking the last year and a half. Yeah, and yeah. now that knowledge further matriculates into how you go to restaurants, and then in turn, the people who are getting hired at restaurants find their passion in it, whether it's at the use stage or later. Mm-hmm. Because the only way you're going to want to enter the industry at this point is because you actually like the food or yeah. you want to learn. Yeah, it's not one of these things where oh, I'll finesse my way into you know oh well it's gonna I'll be I'll finesse my way this. into Food Network and yeah something do like whatever that, you know or I'm gonna go no, place to gonna... place and use my build up my name to kind of do my own thing. I mean right now I, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a lot of businesses sprouting up in this, which is ultimately great. But it is just gonna be a big mixture and a lot of different yeah. things. I think I am on. interested to see when all these like Facebook catering, social media pop-ups and whatever you know when they all get their chance to get in somewhere get in a brick and mortar spot which i assume they're gonna do Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm interested to see that balloon go up really high and then it's gonna collapse really fast and who sticks it out sticks it out yeah because that's when you what sticks it out that's when you truly become i guess in my opinion and opinion wise it's like that's when you know you're doing whatever it is you're doing it's Mm -hmm. only you met at adversity you know when it's in the downturn and then you overcome it is now you can be dubbed all those accolades that you shoot for Mm -hmm. only in times of you know stress and you know times of uh, challenge if you overcome it that is what continues to make you know restaurateurs that you know last 30 40 50 years they've seen the worst because then when they get to the regular times like this is easy yeah exactly i remember i remember during covid when we couldn't do anything exactly i had no one working here appreciate the time appreciate this you know what i mean yeah and it's like in going all the way deep back into history that's as early as i have to you know roll the wheat to make flour Mm -hmm. only Mm -hmm. to make pasta now it's like man we're lucky to have this and now let's try to preserve what is best preserved and you know in the meantime try to be make efficient what's efficient without integrity being lost yeah, that's what I was telling them the other night. I was like, you know, you, you guys did a good job, but just know mm-hmm. this is not 100% busy yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
you know, celebrate the W, yeah. but like recognize you got to keep uh, pushing. What are you, a uh, 49ers head coach? What's going on over here? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you always got to do it, though, yeah. because you know how the ego is for a kid. Like, no, if they, you give them a yeah. little too much, then they're yeah. riding on their, you know, riding on their hype, well, yeah. and then, oh, we could do this. It's like, and they get, they get beat down. You they get, get beat, beat down, down fast. Yeah. All of a sudden, that busy night comes in. Yeah. You uh, mess up a hell of tickets. You mess up a hell of real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, return, return, return. Undercooked, undercooked, overcooked. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> but that's also my job to put them in a situation where they can continue to succeed and True. not like not make it so hard, mm-hmm. you know, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, the menu could be harder, but then only I can do it, which is uh, then why am I hiring anybody? Mm. OK, now going back to the original question, the staff now, you're renegade 21, 22, 23 year olds. Yeah, all my little they go off children, they go open up. You know? Oh, and they go do it. I, I would support them. I'd be like, here, you guys want to know. How I do this? Yeah. I just copied your menu. was like, we're taking well, I'd some be of like, the staff yeah, over bro, there. That's, that's kind of messed up. But uh, guess what? I make it better than you. So. Oh, battle. Well, that's fine. That's fine. You know? Yeah. You Spirit of competition. Yeah. yeah. It, it'll just force me to be better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But you would assume so. And I think this is some unspoken rule stuff. And I think this applies to food, definitely. But I think it applies to anything creative, more or less, is... When I assume they're going to take parts. Of course. You yeah. can't not take parts. Yeah. Well, I otherwise, am, why did they do anything? Exactly. What, you're just going to spontaneously know all this new stuff? Yeah. No. Or you're just going to come out of something and never use stuff that you actually did. Yeah. <laughs> Which is weird, too. It's like you go in a you know, dank and then be like, okay, oh, I learned all these great techniques and worked all these ingredients. Let me just use nothing. I'm never going to use those ingredients, never going to use those techniques. Like, what? No. So you yeah. have to use it. And I think yeah. it's to the person. I think this is more human nature. People ultimately will come to themselves and be like, I can't just copy this verbatim. That's crazy. Yeah. At some point, you know, I'm thinking. I hope so. Yeah, I took more. But if they don't, it's really not that big of a deal either. Yeah. I tried to take more of the mindset from everywhere I went to and saw, okay, this this is a good kind of quote to follow Mm. for this part of it. And this is a good mindset to follow for this part of it. And then. Let that be my base, not let my base be like, this is how I made aioli there. I'm yeah. like, dude, there's like 10 different ways to yeah. do it. And it doesn't not, matter. Yeah. It's it's you know not I mean? the way it is. It's, it's like, more look at everything I, else that's happening. Every time I, you know, uh, move something off the stove here, mm-hmm. instinctually now I wipe with my towel just in case mm-hmm. a little bubble. And then my area is clean. Yep. And then every the floor is clean. Yeah. And then it looks clean. And then my brain is clear all night. Yep. You know, I can see everything yep. immediately, yeah. you know. It's more stuff like that or like, uh, you know, at Chipotle was like, you know, everyone needs to try really hard Mm -hmm. together, though, Mm -hmm. not separately. Yeah. And so it's always like if someone's falling behind, it's like, okay, well, I'd rather have myself be fucked over than you be fucked over. So Mm -hmm. let me go help you. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, because then the guest experience, they'll never know no. if the kitchen's fucked it over. Just they don't know. It just gets to you in a timely yeah. fashion. doesn't yeah. matter what you guys are doing. Yeah. They yeah. don't They don't know what's happening back there. That's, yeah. like, still a mystery to them. So it's hide mystery, everything yeah. there. Yeah. But if my front of house is struggling, they need help, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. Because that's what they're ultimately seeing yeah. at the end of the day. The cooks know all the time. Yeah. I just, like, walk away from my station hella busy yep. for, like, 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes and come back. Yeah. And they're like, what do you, how do you do that? I'm like, because I have to. Yeah. It's like homework. It has to get done. It has to get done. Yeah. Dirty laundry. So, you know, they needed help. They were struggling. You know, people were mad that they don't have their booze. As long as you get people their booze, their wine, their drink, they're, they're chilling yeah. for like another 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And we can get them something in 20 minutes, okay? Yeah. The hospitality so, business, yeah. at the end of the day, it's we get, re- we get paid to cook. Is. Yeah, we get paid to cook. So you can't get mad when you have to cook. And you're treating these people as yeah. if they're guests in your home, yeah. at least in theory. That's what you get paid that, for, yeah. so you can't get mad about it. Mm hmm. You know, something yeah. pisses you off, too fucking bad. But see, the sense of entitlement somehow entered the business. It did. It's like, oh, no, nah, I can't. Nope, I'm, I'm in oh, it Oh, we don't do my... that that way here. Yeah. Where instead of, you know, being like, oh, well, you know, we don't have that option available mm-hmm. just because of our setup, yeah. which people don't know what my fucking setup for all the... But as soon as I say this, they're like, oh, it's just not a choice here. Okay. Explanations, information. They don't folks. care. They don't yeah. care past that. No. You know, but if you say, oh, well, he won't do it, then, yeah. then you're an asshole. Ego it is. Which also makes things interesting. I'm not yeah. going to say it's wrong to each his own, but when you're yeah. in the driver's seat, you can create the culture you would like. Mm-hmm. It takes time, but if you're poignant yeah. and you're able to really get that mind mindset uh, with the whole team, yeah, that's yeah. that's always trying to do that in that business. But in the same light, that business is the most turnover business. So mm-hmm. it's kind of how those things go. It's like you have... I mean, if you're an NBA coach, you're like, dude, my roster turns over every six months. 
like yeah, shit. It's just no. trying to make magic with whatever you have. Yeah. And you get cool. And well, that's survival mode. Survival mode all the time. Yeah, that's that not is thrive. The no, it isn't. That's yeah. why to your point, you're like, don't get comfortable, folks. Yeah. Because well, you're riding high, it's high. I, but I was telling them too. I was like, you know, this is like, I'm super stoked with everyone that works here because we all get along enough. Yeah. You know, we could definitely be getting more done every day like for sure. Yep. You know, and we'd probably goof off a little bit more than we have to. But yeah. everyone treats everyone with respect. Yeah. Everyone's kind to each other, and everyone's you know, uh, 100% trying their best. Mm -hmm. I'll live with that. I'll live, I'll live with those three things and not being as best as we could every day. I'm not going to, you know, grind them into the, into the earth Mm. to get out an extra five onions a day. You know what I mean? I'll pull back a little bit. I'll pull back a little bit to keep the morale up because then they're stoked to come into work. Boom. See, they keep the morale up. Yeah. The simple things. It's trying you know, to keep a team together. Yeah. Essentially. Because then once they're, you know, once I have them all for three years, I can only imagine like all the cool stuff we can do. Now you can win championships. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's true. But that you have, true. and then you, and then, you know, they tell their friends mm-hmm. or they go out and meet people and people are like, oh, you were at Adamo's? Like, yeah, yeah dude, it's so much fun there. Yes. And then they, they meet, and then they're like, oh, dude, I heard Adamo's is like a great place to work. Boom. That's I heard, how it matriculates, yeah. And then, yeah, and then you just only attract people like that. Mm-hmm. In yeah. theory, that is how and it works. It takes a lot of extra effort for me. Yeah. You know, but I go home super tired, but that's like, that's the place I want. That's, that's what I'm selling. In. Yes. I'm selling to the guests. Yeah. Like, not only are you going to have a good experience, you're going to interact with the staff that's super happy. Yeah. And you're that go, matters. You're walking into my environment. That's yeah. You're walking into my is. home. Yes. This is my yeah. space. Yeah. And like, if you're going to come in here and be all sour and mad, I'm going to kick you out immediately. Yeah. That's what it but should like, be. Refuse the right to give service. Oh, I tell, I tell the servers yeah. all the time. Yeah. If you feel like someone's being an asshole to you, yeah. do not hesitate yep. to come get me. Because yeah. I will not question you. Yeah. I will not ask what I happened. Back. If you say they got to go, they're gone. Yep. No questions and asked. And it gives them a lot of... Um, uh, ease of mind, mm-hmm. I think, to just know that if someone's being too rude to them, they don't have to deal with it. Yeah. Like all the basically all the yeah. uh, stereotypes that come with the industry, you're like, yeah. buck that shit. Yeah. If it's oh, wrong, the it's customer's wrong. always right. No, yeah. you are not. Yeah. You don't know what we do here. Yeah. You know, we're gonna teach you probably some things, and if you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm not gonna let you be yeah. a downer. You're not gonna strong arm me or my business or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. See, but that's what's interesting. See, now my crazy mind goes all the way back. It's like. Step by step, it's almost there was a slow deconstruction of the restaurant experience. So far to the point where now it's become we become beholden to a, a customer in a way where it's like no, they dictate how they want. And, yeah. the, and I think it's a lot of it's through you know media, social media, uh, you know anything that is put out there as uh, fodder for everybody to read. Because depending on what you read and how people are talking about things, this think tank, you know, yeah, goes to. It's everybody. almost like the mass is trying to decide for you. Yeah. But you have to stay in your ground. You have to have a lot of conviction and be mm-hmm. like, you may think that's my product, but it's not. No. And, and I'm here to, yeah. you know, educate you if you want to listen to me. Yeah. But if you're not going to listen, yeah, I'm I, gonna I don't care about you, you either. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to give you the dish because you're thinking I'm just coming here for food. But in reality, how I really get you is the whole thing. Now yeah. that madness is if you're interested or not, whatever. But that's mm. what I'm doing. And that's yeah. to your point. I think in, in you know, restaurateur type stuff, you're thinking – you're selling more than just the food, clearly. And I yeah. think it needs to be understood that that is the case. Now, if you're a patron, if that matters to you, great. If it doesn't, great. cool. It's for both. But yeah, as long as it's out there and then you're aware of mm-hmm. it, because you would think nowadays, like we talked about, people are going to kind of hopefully be a little more cautious like that. You would want to put your money where your mouth is. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to specifically put this here because all those factors. Yeah. And I think people will be voting yeah. with their dollars yeah. in that way. In I'm going to come here because your employees are happy and you and you treat them well mm-hmm. and the food's good, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not going to go to the whatever that chain is because they all look hella sad. Yeah. And Even they, the price point's easier and it's closer to The price point's home, easier for me, but, but like they're make a choice. All, they all hate that company that yeah. they work for. Why do they? Oh, that yeah. owner's an asshole. Yeah, but you know, even the patron going in there, man. I know, but it's just the pricing is cool and it's nearby, which is cool. But that's the kind of stuff that but when you, know, you think about yeah. it, yeah. For everyone, you're gonna thank you. You know, yeah. Either the financial is the most important part to you, mm-hmm. that's fine, or some of the emotional parts most important to you, okay. Mm-hmm. Or you know, the food quality, the service quality. Mm-hmm. I don't know, the drink quality. There's gonna, there's all these different levels that you know. 
you have to find what works for you. Everybody has a different. And not walk. every restaurant is for you. No. That's why there's so many. Uh, that, that's why there are so many. Exactly. And if you're into eating out, and like I said, it is apprehensive. It is hard if you're not accustomed to eating out. But when you do, it is nerve-wracking. Uh, but I think mm-hmm. to your credit, if you know this becomes like more of a trend with restaurants, and I'm pretty sure a lot of restaurants follow the same motto or same credo to some degree, if not probably a lot, majority of them. It's still in those initial contacts and those first things, especially coming out of something like this where, you know, putting the emphasis on there. It can't be, you know, stated, you know, more because you are dealing with, you know, both different staff and different people out there. And Mm -hmm. only to know that going forward, that's just good business practice, I think, across the board, even if you're in the industry or not. Yeah. You know. So they took your ideas and they put your menu verbatim and you go there. Do you laugh and be like, eh, no hard feelings? Uh, I'd just be like, damn. All right. I see how it is. <laughs> let's go, player. Let's yeah. go. See? And that's I, I, what's I'm interesting down. about that, you know? that story because you see it time and time again. It's almost to the point where it's a term of endearment, but I could see, you know, the company that, you know, closed being upset because, you know, it's kind of our legacy. But at the same time, it's like if you look at every restaurant, these ideas are mm-hmm. nowhere near you know, somewhat, oh, it's never been done before. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and you'll yeah. see points even, and stuff where yeah. it's very creative, but that's where lies the beauty of the, the creator, where it's like, yo, you trust in people, they will do what they believe is right mm-hmm. to their heart. You can't really judgment on anything else. And that's why those incidents, in the case that it does become a copycat restaurant, I would assume it's hard to kind of continue on, whether it actually be the person feeling fulfilled, like you said, doing yeah. it, or the concept just doesn't go because it doesn't work. it's only unique to yeah. its time and the person in the place. Yeah. Restaurants yeah. are like albums. They're there and then they're gone. You got to, you know, appreciate them while they're there, you know? Yeah, you do. That's, That's really what thing. it is. It's ID'd yeah. with the person who's behind the vision and it's not forever and yeah. it's not supposed to be. No, it's constantly evolving. Mm-hmm. They yeah. have to, you know? Uh, yeah, that's why you have to go out to eat because mm-hmm. that restaurant is going to be different the next day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they're going to progress. Yeah. It's every time. It's every time. It's cool. How come you can't copyright recipes? Because it's recipes. Know. It's My, food. I don't know. Can you not? I, don't, I have no idea. I mean, I think you can if it's in methodology, more or less. Yeah. But, I mean, there's nobody with a but spaghetti like, like, oh, I got this. You can't copy this. It's like, yeah. well, that's what's strange because food is so yeah. open. Like, when did that even become a talking just, point, you know? I just, I, I never, I, I think about this and then I kind of move on from it constantly because I'm just like, look, okay, that's how you do your spaghetti. Cool. I mean, that works for you. Yeah. It probably doesn't work for me. I probably do it a little differently because I focus on uh, whatever I focus on, you know, it's going to taste different. I had a a teacher in culinary school tell us one time, she's like, if anyone ever wants a recipe, I don't care about giving it to them. Because, you know, everyone's always like, oh, I don't share. Yeah, exactly. She's like, fuck it, dude. I give my recipes to anybody. You know why? Because they're never going to make it the way I do. Exactly. Even if I give them, what were we talking about? The trash thing one time? If I told five people to take out the trash, they do it five different ways. If I gave five people the same recipe, I'd get five different five results. Ways. Easy. Easy. Yeah. I've seen that just from training people. Yeah. I, I give them the recipe, and then I still get like five different results. 40 questions. Yep. I'm like, I'm, I thought I wrote this hella clear as day, but yeah. okay, let's, what do you need? Attacking the mental game of cooking is the key. Yeah. It's feel, it's touch, it's repetition. It takes yeah. time. You know what I mean? And it's the mindset. The yeah. mindset is really important. Mindset's like, everything. Like, okay, am I going to focus on the tomato part of this? This? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, if you if you get three people arrested, the bolognese recipe that I do, mm-hmm. and I said, I want you to focus on the meat part, mm-hmm. and I want you to focus on the tomato part, and I want you to focus on the cream part, you'd get three different tasting bowls because they would, one would taste more like cream, one would taste more like beef, and they would make it the same. Yep. But just because different. that's what you're paying attention to, you're going to yeah. put even more attention to it. Yeah. And it's going to taste better. It'll that translate part. differently. It's crazy how food yeah. kind of comes to life. Or and like when a dish has been yes. made too many times at a restaurant, it does not taste the same. No. Because it's not getting the same attention. It's made yeah. exactly the same. Yeah. It's made exactly. It's love. I'm but it's like you. one or two grams of salt off. One yeah. or two gram. It's a feel. Like a half a it's gram a of this off. And it's different all the time. The the chicken was a little bit thicker today, mm-hmm. and Crispier, the guy just didn't cut. really care about it as much, yeah. so it's not as perfect, yeah. you know? As it shouldn't be. It's the minute details yeah. that start to change. As it shouldn't be. The, the hope snowball. is consistency, but in reality, the beauty is the, the, the anomaly, yeah, mm-hmm. because you want that just random one day, dude, it just was the best, and that's what yeah. keeps you searching for those opportunities. Yeah. And you, you keep know. chasing it back. Keep chasing, uh, yeah. Oh, I got the sear on that fish skin. 
Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. But see, when you now I got to do that hell of times in a row. But when it goes out to the table, the person who's eating it that has the legendary experience is not taking into account the minute they walked in, the you know sitting with the beer and all these elements come into play. Yeah. But the one thing, the talking point is always going to be the food. And yeah. they're like, I had it, but it's not the same. I was like, you got to replicate that entire night for it to be the same. Yeah, it's true. You got to go yeah, with a certain mindset. Your beer celebrating. wasn't like, you know yeah, yeah, dude. The, what you? What did you bring to the table that night? Exactly. You were you were you mad that you mm-hmm. had gotten a car? You know, some someone cut you off on yep. your way in here, and yep. I'm already at a you know yep. minus mark in a mindset. Yeah, because that will right. ultimately affect or you know I, at least an emotional. Uh, response to the uh, yeah. the experience, but it the romanticizes food takes the hit. it in your head. Yes, and you can't. I I have no control over that. Yeah, but the that's food on. takes the hit. The food is the thing that yeah. you're shitted on. Man, that's that right. place fucking sucks. Service well, sucks. and that's stuff. why you have to be so consistent because you're just removing variables yeah. from people's good dining experience, mm-hmm. which is that. the most variable business is, ever. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like that's also my job to teach the front of house to be like hey they look kind of upset over there and they're like yeah i don't know i was like people reading. well why don't we why don't you go talk to them try them like what do you mean i'm like here let me show you and go up there and crack a joke with them yeah. and all of a sudden they're happy again and then Easy. and then it's like i leave but now their conversation at the table has been kickstarted i'm like yeah. see like look at that look yeah. how they're now they're all interacting or like what are these two people pissed off about oh they said that you know they're kind of sad about Okay, well, why don't you give them like a little something, something? Yeah. Want you know, pour their wine extra heavy and like, hey, I'm sorry you're having a tough night. You know, yeah. we just want to hook you up. Yeah. And like, oh, dude, thanks, man. Little things go a long well, way. Yeah, like I don't care yeah. about two ounces of wine. Yeah. But you know who does? That two top who yeah. whatever is having a bad time. Yeah. All of a sudden they're having a great time. It's the fact that you ID it, and yeah. then you're able to react in a manner that's not overbearing mm-hmm. and not. Uh, yeah. under underplayed. Yeah, trying to ride that line of like, it's, I helped you. Yes, the restaurant helped you. Yeah, uh-huh. help us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it really know? is. But you but are also we to weren't there. Up. We weren't yep. there either. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's fascinating yeah. as we you know as as we talk more about you know kind of food culture, food dining, food whatever. Um, I think about things like that because I'm like, yeah, when you read like because reviews to me, um, one are opinion, second you're not factoring in the whole picture. Like, I like the ones that are very detailed and described, but to be honest, nobody wants to sit through an essay. You just want to hear some new taglines, yeah. some dishes, and then it's kind of up to chance. So mm-hmm. I think for anybody reading reviews, I think take it with a grain of salt. If anything, I do recommend looking at that person's, like, ordering history because I think on Yelp you could kind of see what places they also reviewed. Because sometimes oh, you'll yeah, see some you shitty can. one like, man, this is Reviewed McDonald's. Yeah, I'm like, hey, who's reviewing gave McDonald's? Gave one here? star to McDonald's. Come on, I'm like, man. All right, yeah. well, I don't care about you. Yeah, but nobody even takes the second, yeah. you know, the second to kind of take it a little deeper. Yeah. And I like don't I even say, do that most of the time. You know, the only time I look at the reviews online is I look at them for a minute and I just kind of thumb through and – if I see anything consistent, I address it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's you know, usually two or three things, it's more in the hygiene or more in something yeah. of a consistency. But if you're not seeing that, a lot of it is just informative, at least for me. But anybody yeah. who's taking those opinions as, you know, switching them into fact or just as an opinion of yours, no, I think give every restaurant a chance, especially smaller ones, only in the sense of you are walking into an experience that is tagged along with food. Yeah. At least try to at least grasp the idea. You don't have to and fall in love with the backstory and all that. But, I mean, the food will have more to it than that. So being mm-hmm. cognizant of that, not to force it on people because clearly you're just hungry. But understand mm-hmm. the work being done behind the scenes is just trying to set an atmosphere yeah. based on the vision of the team, owner, GM, all that. And that's all a concerted effort. And it starts in that day, ends in that day, and they try to do it again the next day. Yeah. It's they do their They do their damnedest. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> That's why I think maybe the open kitchen concept got so popular is like then like the cooks could show you directly like look at us like th- this is us trying super hard for you look how fast mm-hmm. we're moving look at mm-hmm. you know because I, I do catch um, a lot of people when they said to me like you guys move like really fast mm-hmm. I'm like yeah dude we're trying our best for you mm-hmm. I promise yeah yeah you see the tickets you're like oh you yeah know, they're like whoa do. that's a lot of tickets yeah it's we a get, we've gotten a lot of that recently of people ordering and being like well why has it been 15 minutes i'm like dude 15 minutes is nothing dude yeah. you want to know something i haven't even looked at your ticket yet exactly that's how, that's how far behind i am that's still in the machine <laughs> it's still yeah it's still it's still printed out with eight others okay yeah, exactly I'm, yeah i'm trying i'm trying for you hey the restaurant you gotta have a little patience like drink a little bit yeah yeah but order an appetizer it ultimately comes down to you know how food culture shifts 
you know, in uh, our just little micro world here. Because mm-hmm. we could see thing, everything out there, you know, oh, New York dynasty, San Francisco dynasty, you know, Midwest, popular Texas, barbecue. Okay, cool, whatever. Sacramento, it's still, and I don't even know how that works really to be placed and be spoken as, oh, this is a food culture thing. But to your point in the other, you know, podcast, we're talking about like, oh, this is farm to fork. Okay, what does that mean essentially? Eh, it's more vague. You would just, it seems like initially it's just, look, we have great everything. We yeah. get great produce, great uh, ingredients. Try any restaurant. Vaguely, it's great. Yeah. In in that way. And we have the the micro seasons of like um, I went and picked up some like summer squash mm-hmm. from a from a farmer, and she just like threw in a bunch of flowers mm-hmm. with or the squash blossoms, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, dope, you have these already? And she's yeah. like, yeah, they're whatever ready early. I'm like, you know, that's something that you're only gonna get if you live closer to the farm where the restaurant yeah. has a relationship mm-hmm. with the farm. Mm-hmm. You know, and those are the details you look for, because especially with, you know, something like this. And I think I've mentioned it early in the pod before, but you could, you know, trace this to like, you know, France in the sense of or Europe in a lot of the great places where a lot of, you know, stuff stems from in terms of climate base, all that. This is one of those places. I think just being here, it's not necessarily taken for granted. I just think the everyday person, you know, with the idea of what farm and fork is, is understand that we have a lot of farming that happens in California and being in close in proximity, like you said, to the point, depending on relationships, restaurants are able to get that stuff at, you know, like fresh harvest. And then it's in the pan, in your mouth, uh, possibly sometimes within a day, if not within yeah. hours sometimes. And just kind of understanding that. Um, that's not is a normal. Feat in itself. Yeah, that's not normal. You go anywhere else. We're spoiled else in the world. here. We are yes. spoiled here. Yeah. So understanding that. And, and it's weird, like I said, because also being in, you know, this kind of culture in general, it's a, you know, Go, 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 go. I need to this. You know, it's efficiency. It's fast. Maybe through all this, it kind of has a slow thing. You know, yeah. maybe it kind of slows things down a little bit. Maybe the mindset. And it's going to it's gonna take a while for it to ultimately change. If all in honesty, we're never going to talk about it and say, like, yeah, it's definitely different. It's always going to be no. in peril. It's always going to be in this weird teeter-totter situation. It always moves so slowly that you don't even notice that it's different. So you're like, dude. Well, actually, 10 years ago, it was not like this. Exactly. But Only a like, reflection. It's like the frog in the warming, boiling water. It's like, dude, I didn't even notice it was different until I saw, like, a picture mm-hmm. of, like, five years ago. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See? There you go. The future is, in my opinion, bright, but it's far. Yeah. It's far. And yeah. it's not for... Uh... See, I always look at things in generations, so I'm thinking... Young people in 21 and under have a great base, at least in the food side of things, like I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it is. In terms of the older generation or where we are at in our, I'm assuming, millennial world, I think we are sorting through the nonsense in individually is just trying mm-hmm. to figure out like what is best practice going forward. Yeah. It seems like it shifted, at least our generation, because we are the fast food generation. We are the microwave food generation. We are the highly highly processed food both in school and anything else mm. to damn I'm all the years i'm trying to survive now we're you know the diet plans have been re-released again and reversioned yeah. so Always. you kind of have to pick through that and then you know find the extremities in that and then hopefully sit in a situation where i'm comfortable you know with this type of eating mm-hmm. i think that's where the generation is going because it seems like trending wise we're more into the outdoors again a lot of working out um and then obviously food's going to kind of go right along amongst those things, whether it's camping food. I mean, you could just see it in the way that we're consuming. Uh, well, and people culture. gained a lot of food knowledge, a lot of food knowledge on their own, mm-hmm. being at home and cooking. They're like, oh, dude, how do you get it to be like this? Every time I try, I can't do it. So they come in with like more advanced questions now, not not just what is the recipe mm-hmm. or can I have the recipe? They're like, techniques. oh, this like I, when I made this at home, it wasn't mine was more runny or mine was more clumpy or like what what do you do at this stage not what is the recipe yeah yeah which is is cool for me it is strange, yeah because right? i don't i don't mind telling people they, yeah. they come in and they're like i made polenta at home but it's like not like yours i'm like yeah. do you use butter and parmesan and exactly. they're like no yeah <laughs> exactly. like, that's why it tastes good yeah it's so. just the simple fact that even something like that is just the the, the questions have become a little more uh, intricate a little more yeah. technique driven i think that nice helps everyone paying attention more exactly because yeah. what they're going to do is they're going to try it at home and then they come to your place and eat it and be like how does it get done but i did what he said yeah. and it still tastes better. exactly 
And yeah. I think that's you can only hope for that. And I think yeah. seeing the little turn like that, and it's not ever going to be a majority food. Food eating out and this whole food culture thing isn't really a majority thing. I think when we talk about it, I, I forget like you know eating out isn't really as commonplace as people would think. It's mm-hmm. just because obviously you're in the industry. I'm in the industry to varying degrees. This is kind of the stuff when you go out to eat, yeah. and in 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 opposition of cooking at home because clearly the fact that you know we know how to cook. I do a lot of cooking at home also. And you can look at that from an economical standpoint. You can look at it from a creative standpoint, passion standpoint, however you want to do it. But having both tools, I feel, is necessary mm-hmm. to both check yourself and be able to you know, cook at home majority of the days. And then when you actually go out, be very mindful of wanting to have an experience that is above what you're able to produce. Yeah. At least that's how I look at it. Well, and I enjoy it more because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I guess on on the when I'm cooking side of it, when people ask those questions, I'm like, "Oh, dope, dude! Like, you're like paying attention, mm-hmm. and like you're recognizing all the work. That's mm-hmm. awesome." Mm-hmm. But then, like when I go out to eat, it's like, "Yeah, it's like I I'm aware of all these different things that are happening around me, and so I appreciate that so much more." Which is like, "Yeah, I'm down to spend forty dollars here because my water was never empty. Yeah, the bathroom is clean Spotless. and looks amazing. Yeah, like that's that's hard." Yeah. My whatever gin and tonic had like this super cool garnish in it and mm-hmm. would, you know, my glass was clean, all no water spots all like I appreciate all these little details. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only because yeah. you're but I'm a, only cuz I'm aware of them. Yeah. But that increases the value for me. Yes. And it's all yeah. value is all perception, it's all opinion, yeah. it's all kind of whatever in your mind is that. Yeah, it's and, not and just you, on a plate, it's on like this wood plate that is correct for this yeah. because it holds the temperature different or this is on a hot plate mm-hmm. and I'm sitting outside or whatever. And I appreciate that they preheated the plate mm-hmm. so my food doesn't just die as fast. Yeah. I know. I remember seeing that the first time I was in school and I was like, Alto sham. What is this? This keeps plates warm. I was like, what's yeah. the point of keeping plates warm? Oh, what? Yeah. And then being introduced. I, I wish I had one of those. Machines. I just throw them in that. But that's like an old. <laughs> but it's like. That's, you can't put an Alto sham in your kitchen. Like who yeah, has the where, space where to Where am I going to put that? You know what I'm saying? Or like uh, cooling down. Like, oh, dude, my salad came on a cold plate. Like, thank you. Dude. Yeah. So my salad greens don't just wilt as they touching this hot plate you yeah, just right out of the, the hot, hot dishwasher yeah right out of the hot dishwasher cool so there's a little sanitizer still on Which it is probably. classic for like turn and burn places yeah you're just trying to yeah, like, yeah. you know cheesecake no no diss to cheesecake yeah. factory i know that there's a lot of cooking that goes on there but yeah. it's unfortunate because that's when you get to a certain level of well they get they, get, they get trapped in these positions where it's mm-hmm. like well people are expecting this and they're expecting yep. this and they're expecting this so which one you know, we can't give them all three right now, yep. so we have to sacrifice, sacrifice one. one. It's going to be Caesar on a hot plate with some sanitation. Yeah. That's just how it works. We're yeah. low on plates, folks. Yeah. And that sucks. It's almost like too big. That's why for me, anything that's very, very big, it's almost like, what? What for? Yeah. Like I don't want to work somewhere that, that big. No. Someone asked me the other day, jokingly, like, you want to go work at a, you want to go run this thing, 300 people a day? I was like, no, yeah. I don't want to do that. And they're yeah. like. Like, what are that, we doing I think they thought I was going to be like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I don't want to do that. And they're like, well, what do you mean? I was like, that's not for me. That's not what yeah. I want to do. I mean, it's, it's too the people that do it. It's a feat in itself. Yeah, no, I no disrespect. Amazing. Like, yeah. that's great. But that's not something I'm interested yeah. in. Yeah. I want to have, like, a smaller spot where I have more control, where, yeah. you know, the diner that's coming in is not just anybody. It's someone who's already interested yeah. in what's happening. It's not a ticket. It's not a number yeah. at the end of the day that I can yeah. be like, oh, yeah, we got this many cow. covers. Yeah, cool. Uh, which, I mean, yeah. there is a little bit of that, yeah. at least on the, I'm assuming, you know, as business turns thing. But I think in today's time, mm-hmm. focusing in on just kind of like, yeah, yeah the, the central idea of a restaurant mm-hmm. is that. This isn't, I'm not supposed to eat here every day. It's just obviously certain food cultures yeah. have become accustomed to eating places more frequent than not. But if anything, this is a place just kind of when people want to eat and have a time, I am creating my space for you to come into my world and you know mm-hmm. be able to be share your time with me yeah man. and let me let me help make your time more positive See, time and money is both currency mm-hmm. figurative literally all that yeah. shit it all works in in unison yeah. value value is everything man tell the people what oh. you need to hear uh drink your water uh i don't know vote with your dollar what are the other things I usually say? Be kind. This is what everybody. happens when you day drink, folks. This uh, is what happens. He likes to wake up, have no coffee, go wine tasting, which is tough on the job when you have to do this, you know, yeah. before lunchtime. 
and then takes catnaps, you know, before Take podcast. Catnaps, yeah. This is what happens. That's why he sounds groggy, folks. This isn't <laughs> 6 a.m. This is 4 p.m. This is 4 p.m. This is life of a chef, folks. I'm These thinking, are the hardships it's of chefs. 5.30 p.m. 5.30 p.m., I'm folks. thinking about going to get a cold brew or See, and cold brew something. and a six, a nitro cold brew at six for a chef is par for the coast, folks. This is what it is. Tastes good. Cappuccino shots usually. Do you ever had a place like that? I'm pretty sure you did that at Danko or some degree or no. kind of hard, like, you know. No, because they. We, I just make myself a coffee. Oh, they had a thing time. where we could just like make a cup. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Every great yeah. restaurant will do that. You usually takes around. Usually, yeah. you know, get like cappuccino nice sounds nice though. Too sweet right now. I just want black coffee. Ah, uh, geez. See, working through the night. Big plans tonight. I'm assuming. No, just video games all night. Dude. Uh, <laughs> that's what it really is. Yeah, that's Chefs what I did like last that. night too. Exactly. <laughs> it was Chefs awesome. are like that. Where it degenerates to varying yeah. degrees. For us to be great, the level of craziness and awkwardness needs to be on the other well, side yeah you got to come down off of it yeah yeah you got to have a recharge that's the hardest part quick thing before we leave getting off shift uh-huh. what are some of the things you do to unwind because that's uh, the hardest routine thing to do. routine is important okay. um i come home uh put my shoes on that little thing thing so they don't mess up the rest of my apartment okay. uh usually wash my face at, at minimum for a second mm-hmm. uh typically take a shower if I if it was kind of like a really stressful day or like a really shitty day for whatever reason, sometimes I'll I'll come up here and grab like my tennis shoes instead of my clogs and I'll go for like a short walk mm, outside goodness. just to like process you know if I need that extra process time and then uh, you know after the shower I usually sit up on the couch play a little video games decompress decompress you know who's ever in the Discord chat it up chop it up mm-hmm. bullshit about all the stupid shit yeah. realize hey you know. A day is a day, dude. A day is a day. You get another one tomorrow. Yeah. So get ready. So you're a cold turkey guy, just like, yup, disconnect, I'm off of the grid, and then I'm in my own world, kind of do it. That's always yeah. the hardest thing yeah. about fucking working. But routine, nights. the routine helps with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it's like, all right, yeah, it's time. My brain is like, all right, it's time to forget about that, move on to the next thing. See, that is a very mature answer, folks. This is uh, a mature chef. This is a mature cook doing these things. In the degeneracy part of things, usually this is why chefs and cooks are, you know, always uh, liable, or not liable, but always uh, at risk to being, you know, alcoholics and shit because the unwind Only thing that's is open is bars. And you're eating out late. Bars are open yeah. and you're the adrenaline's rushing, especially if it's a Saturday, Friday night in a normal circumstance, trying to unwind. I mean, mm. it's just that's a common practice. Well, that's another reason that giving people that five, 10 minute break to eat has been helpful, too, because I take one for me. So mm. I actually eat like a dinner mm. or some version of, you mm. know, enough food to like hold me over to the morning. Mm. So I go out for breakfast. Yeah. So you're not eating at, you know, uh yeah, uh, so mystery, I, so I know, can go Spanish eat spot. some like yeah, some like salad with green goddess dressing instead of like let me go get a burger and fries. Exactly. And then, oh fuck it, yeah, let's do some shots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I got yeah. all this grease. I'll be fine. Yeah, and yeah. don't get me wrong, folks. This is the, the the toughest part about you know the industry coming in early is because that is a common form of practice. There are ways to kind of wiggle your way through those practices because it seems like that is. Um, more common than not. Now, I don't know what the industry looks like going forward and all that, but that is a pitfall that happens in that industry, clearly, because it's around you, it's plentiful, and... Your non-industry friends want to hang out with you, and yeah. they're out clubbing. It's the coolest thing to be, right yeah. out there. By the time you person. join them, mm-hmm. or, or they're already drunk by the time you join them, yep. so you try to catch up. Try to catch mm-hmm. up. You smell like onions and garlic, <laughs> and then you're over here just the sweat on your back. You feel gross, but yeah. you just kind of have to You've like changed your shirt. Yeah, but everywhere you go, you're knowing people. Everybody's like, oh, the bartender here, and that. Yeah. You get into that whole thing, yeah. and then it becomes this. Yeah, so you got to resist. I know this is the generous. Yeah. We're talking this. I'm talking about this after the fact, but when I'm in it, you just you get oh, taken yeah, I used by the. To, you get taken. Yeah, you used you get, to go to whatever that Centro and drink like yeah. six margaritas a night minimum. Saying. Yes, yeah, but see, did you learn that behavior from being in other restaurants before? Yeah, it was just let's go hang out. That's let's go how hang it out is, after right? shift. The restaurant culture is like that. As yeah. much as it gives you in the interim, like how great it is in theory, but when you're mm. young and impressionable, like you're just going along with the audience in the crowd. Yeah, well, you just you had like a really good time. No one wants the party to end, right? No, no. And then and then you're still at a bar drinking, mm. and the sun's coming up, and you're like. Fuck. 
Let's go get some breakfast. Let's do another shot. <laughs> <laughs> let's go get Bloody Mary. Where's exactly. Bloody Mary? Here, let me help you finish your clothes. Well, I got and a let's guy go get down some there. They're going to leave the bar open yeah, for us. They, I, he always comes in to eat, so I, he's got it. They start They start breakfast early there. They start breakfast at 6, and they have Bloody Marys. Let, let me help you finish your clothes, and we'll run over there. Exactly. Or <laughs> yeah. this one. This one's always the funny one is when and it's like a team like that. It's usually sous chefs never out there. A lot of the older cats are never out there. But when they do, though, it's like a big deal. It's like, oh, look, chef's here. Ooh. Chef, dude. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always Yo, chef's drink. What you drink, yeah. chef? Oh, dude, Let me yeah. buy you a drink, yeah, chef. Yeah, exactly. It's like, bro, you don't need to buy him a drink. Exactly, dude. bro. He runs this motherfucking joint. He, yeah. he know everybody here. Yeah. And he's always sipping. Just either It's always one of those weird things. It's either... No, he's got like a, a bottle of champagne to himself. Or he's drinking 1942, <laughs> just sipping it like... 1942 fucking, straight. Yeah, straight. Straight. Like, just hanging in out. In like a slightly chilled glass. Exactly. And you're like, bro, how do you do that? Yeah, dog. That's that. See, and that's kind of the balance of the industry, at least to me, is when you have, you know, veteran guys like that and you know chefs <laughs> out there and they come out. It is cloaked in some superhuman shit because you're yeah. like... This dude's the visionary. He gave us all the opportunity to work, yeah. and then you see him out and about. He's a normal like, guy. Like a ass dude. Yeah, and you kind of oh, have yeah. to be that guy to varying degrees. There has to be this cloak and this bravado that always you know, comes with the territory. You yeah. know, you got to keep your level headed. You can't ever be out of sorts. And if you are, usually your sous chefs cover up for you. Your right hand man will be right there for you. Exactly, you'll get chef out of your chef, no, or the sous chef will know what to do in any case. Yeah, yeah. Sous chef for life. That's just how it works. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just had to know that just because the unwinding part is always one of those things that I always think about. I'm like, yeah, that was yeah. also hand in hand with the industry. As much as I learned from it, all my brain cells were taken away from it at, at the mm. same time. So no. set up set up a routine that allows you to to yeah. switch modes. See, let's be mindful, folks. Let's Ch- be mindful. Out there. Change the engine setting to a different setting or something or whatever it is. See, different but, frequency. But it's not bad to dabble in it for one year. No, have fun, dude. Don't when make it eight, nine, 20 years. When like you're some young, kids. dude, party up, dude. Because <laughs> guess what? The hangovers get tough. <laughs> so yeah, take advantage the when that's they're the not. Truth. That's the truth. Food Junkie Radio P, thank you so much, brother. Always, Always a, pleasure. a pleasure. All right, man.